This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis bringing you another study from God's Word. We took this study on the coming of the Antichrist. Before we get started this time, I want to bring you a little bit of background of this broadcast. Pastor Shelton, L.R. Shelton Sr., was a pastor here at 40, way before, a long time ago. Started back there in 1943, broadcasting. Had a little old 15-minute broadcast once a, every, one day a week, every day of the week. And it uh, went on for a while, and as the Lord prospered, the broadcast now, after before he went on to be with the Lord, the broadcast was enlarged quite a bit. But now, let me give you, we are on the radio uh, seven days a week with Radio Missions Radio. You can hear over this same station, uh, Internet. We have uh, Trailblazer right now. We can hear it five days a week. We hear... Uh, our regular Sunday services by the Voice of Truth on Sunday morning early, then the Bible school and the worship hour. Sunday night we have prayer and we have a pr- another service, prayer meeting. Some people call it prayer meeting, but we, we just have a service. We do have prayer before, but it's not broadcast. And then on Wednesday night we have a broadcast. So it's 7 o'clock. So if you would, you could just look up our website, radiomission.org, and find out a whole lot about. Pastor Pendarvis and the old Trailblazer broadcast and Pastor Shelton and others that went on to be with the Lord. And we'll send you our radio missions, I mean, our Voice of Truth magazine, if you'd write, it's $3 a year for the subscription. Now, let's get back to our study. We have found in our study that the Antichrist will be manifested after the Lord Jesus comes on for his own. According to 2 Thessalonians 2.7, the Antichrist will come on the scene Come on the scene, according to Revelation 6-2, as a warlord, and he will win his way over the nations by flattery. One of the tricks of Satan is flattery. He flatters these people, according to Daniel 11. He will slowly rise to power because of the miracles that he will perform. He will head the world church as a religious leader. And then, later on, according to Revelation 17, he will turn on this world church called a great whore and make her desolate and naked and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. The Lord God of heaven will let the Antichrist turn on this Christless world church and unmask it. And through the Antichrist, he will bring utter judgment upon this Christless professed Christendom. The Lord Jesus describing his righteous indignation and utter hatred against present-day professed Christendom, said in Revelation 3, So then, because thou art lukewarm, listen now, because thou art lukewarm, and listen, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. And this, And that means God will use, will use to do that will be put little put into the heart of the Antichrist to turn on that church, that false church, after he has become the leader of it, and literally burn up her chapel. We're talking about in the last three and a half years. Burn her te- temples and, and cathedrals and put to death every minister, every priest, and burn everything with fire. That's what he'll do, according to Revelation 17. Go there and read that before we come back tomorrow on another study. I want to tell you, my friend, God hates this empty religious profession, and he will utterly destroy it. Do you have a profession without possession? 
Do you have religion without life, my friend? Do you have an empty form without Christ? If you do, God's wrath abides upon you. May the power of the Holy Spirit brood over you and open your darkened and wicked heart and let you see where you are. Now, my friend, I don't know. I've asked my people here, my congregation, to visit some of the modern churches. Not critically. No, sir, don't be critical. Just go there and observe what they do. I'll just give you a little, for instance, I know they, most of them meet like we do at 11 o'clock. They have an opening song, and, and they have a bus report, and they have a grass-cutting report, and a building committee report, and they have the, uh, two or three more committees that will come forward, and they'll have another song, and then maybe they'll have a solo by one of the ladies in the church, which is very popular. And then they'll leave the pastor about 12, 14 minutes to preach the sermon, the sermonette, whatever you want to call it. And then at the end of his talk, end of his speech, he will say, now, you want to trust Jesus? Does anybody here want to trust Jesus? If you're not right with God, will you want to trust Jesus? And folks, some of them, sometimes they'll come forward, raise their hand, and they'll come up to the front and shake his hand, and he'll say, now you saved. Now you saved. Now, my friend, that's very average. I've seen it a few times. Quite a few times, my friend, involved in it a few times. The Antichrist will head the political world powers, and by his shrewdness, his wisdom, his power, and his authority, he will bring the world under his feet. In the midst of his world rule as a religious and political leader, he will be slain in battle with the sword or be assassinated, according to Revelation 13.3. Listen to that verse. And I saw one of his heads, as it were, wounded to death. Revelation thirteen fourteen says, which had the wound by the sword. So in the midst of his reign, he will be killed with the sword. But, but to the amazement and no doubt, listen, to the surprise of every saint and to the glad surprise of the vast population of the world, he will be raised from the dead according to Revelation 13.3. And his deadly wound was healed. And Revelation 13.13 says, which had the wound by a sword and did live. Now, if this means anything in the world, it means that he will be killed, assassinated, and then will be raised from the dead to be the Antichrist imitating the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, that's what he'll do. He will have to be killed, be buried, and rise again the third day. This will happen right at the height of his popularity and his power over the world. When he's read, raised from the dead, the scriptures say, the world wandered after the beast, and they worshiped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast, and they worshiped him, with, made war with him, Revelation 13, 3. And they will accept him as God. And when they do, he will set himself up in the temple there at Jerusalem as God. Oh, my friend, what a, what a tragedy. This is the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet. Now, you read the second chapter of Second Thessalonians. He will set himself up as God. He will make war with the saints and overcome them and put them to death. He will bring the whole world at his feet, except God's elect. Now, 
he will deceive them and keep them deceived, according to Revelation thirteen fourteen, by the means of those miracles which he has power to do. Now, remember, friend, that the Antichrist will receive all the power of Satan and all of his authority. We saw that earlier. Satan today is trying to make the world religious without Christ by his program, decisionism, easy believingism, baptism as a youth, youth, all of those things. Satan through religious leader is deceiving the world today, except for God's elect. Now you get this. Perk up there and listen. Born again believers, God's elect, are not being deceived by the religious world. In the average religious movement of today, individual converts are not getting to the Lord. Now you let that soak in. They're not being born again. They're not being made new creatures in Christ Jesus. No, that's the truth, my friend. That's the truth, and we're going to keep giving you the truth day in and day out. I don't care if I stand alone, and I basically do. Not many folks uh, care for the old trailblazer and his his message. I have folks call me and tell me they won't listen anymore. They're turning the radio off. And then uh, I have people write me letters, and they take issue with me. Some of them, I feel, are very honest, honestly deceived, and my heart goes out to them. Every one of God's ambassadors, God's elect, are crying out against the empty religious profession of today that's camouflaged under the guise of decisionism for Christ. Did you, did you hear that? God's ambassadors, true ambassadors, God's elect, are crying out against the empty religious profession. I have folks call me from all over America, from the, uh, far out in the west and up on the coast of Canada, wherever, eastern coast, Pastor Trailblazer, Pastor, I'm I'm 80 years old. I'm 79 years old. Brother Trailblazer, I'm I'm old. They know I'm old too. They say we don't hear. We used to go to church and we heard the old time gospel preaching like you, Brian. We don't hear it anymore. We go to these modern churches now, which is about all we got. And we have decisionism, modernism to the core, brass bands up on the stage playing a kind of a honky-tonk music, my friend, get the crowd all roused up to where they make a decision for Jesus. I've seen those things, my friend, ever, ever, ever kind in description. I've seen them. And I tell my folks here the other night, I said, wouldn't we look something, we'd have a brass band up here behind me playing honky-tonk music? playing all that. No, we're not going to do that. We have a gracious piano we play, have someone play. But that's it, my friend. That's it. Now, brethren, let me say again, the converts under the present-day religious movement are not getting to the Lord. You want to jump up and say, hold on, pastor, hold on, you're judging. No, I'm not judging. No. Listen, doesn't a child know the difference between a dead dog and a live dog? When a doctor diagnoses a case, and uh, you, you, do you say he's judging if he tells you you've got terminal cancer? I'm not judging, my friend. By their fruits, you shall know them. They're not being born again. That's the main thing. They're not being made a new creature in Christ. I often quote it, and I haven't done it today, that my favorite scripture there, Second uh, Corinthians 5.17, any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and all things are become new. Is stuff become new in your life, my friend? Do you have a new heart? 
Do you have a new, does your wife have a new husband? Or do you have a new wife, my friend? If she comes to know the Lord, you will. Now, let me mention this. We're talking about Satan and his authority. I just mentioned the other day in a broadcast, if you're married to an unsaved lady, Satan is your father-in-law. If you're married to an unsaved man, my lady friend, your, Satan is your father-in-law. Oh, listen, don't take issue with me. Don't fuss at me, my friend. Pray, pray for me. Would you do that? This is the old Trailblazer broadcast, bringing you another study from God's Word. We'll be back uh, tomorrow with another study. We're bringing you on the soon coming. Now we're going to be looking at the Battle of Armageddon in a day or so. And if you would, pray for me. I ask you to pray for me. If you know the Lord, pray for me. I ask you, folks, this is coming Lord's Day. You go to church. Ask your, ask your preacher, preacher, would you have the congregation, ask the congregation to pray for the old trailblazer? Or on Sunday night, if you have prayer meeting like we do here, ask the prayer leader. Mr. Leader, pray for the old trailblazer. He asked me to ask you to pray for him time and time again. Would you do that for me? I plead. I, I, I pray. The scripture tell us pray one for another. Oh, my friend, this is the old trailblazer broadcast. Remember my mailing address? Radio Missions, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my my uh, website, Radio Mission. That's, that's what everybody's got now, website. Radio Missions, put them W's there, www.radiomissions.org. And then my phone number here, area code 225-664-8658. Call me, let me hear from you, would you? I'm always here early in the morning at the office drinking coffee and eating a biscuit with Brother Freddie, and uh, I love to hear from you. Please do that, and then pray for me, and may the Lord's richest blessings rest upon you. Goodbye.